Greetings to all our listeners. Welcome to VPod, brought to you by the business cluster of IIM Vishakhapatnam. We are excited to have reached the milestone episode of VPod. That is episode number twenty. The journey has been very amazing so far, with so many professional guests coming from diverse backgrounds. To mark this special episode, we are going to talk about a trending corporate topic: the Great Resignation. To know more about it. we have with us a very esteemed guest mr satyaki bhattacharya he is currently the managing partner at growth escape and handles the strategic practice division of the firm which offers capability building solutions to organizations he has expertise in organizations human capital and offers favorable results through strategic leadership development talent management solutions advisory services and corporate level coaching he is a certified practitioner in organization development from tavistock institute of human relations london and a certified practitioner from ntl usa in diagnosing complex organizations he also holds professional membership in applied behavioral science as the saying goes one machine can do the work of 50 ordinary men but no machine can do the work of one extraordinary man and the responsibility of developing leaders is the prime example of such exceptional talent which no machine can replicate mr sataki is doing this in the industry for nearly 3 decades still he likes to learn at every step from his colleagues irrespective of their hierarchical position and that is why he calls himself not a self made leader but a developed one Hello, sir. It's a pleasure to have you here on VPod. How are you? Thank you. Great to be here, and thanks for having me at the I am uh, Vaisag uh, podcast series. So we are very excited to host you, sir. So, sir, starting off with today's discussion, what actually is the Great Resignation? Is it an overhyped business fad, or is it really something to be worried about? okay i think uh, the buzzword great resignations you have probably heard about it by now and it's a kind of big buzzword at the moment and it's making a lot of headlines that's on everybody's minds but the problem is uh, very few of us have actually decoded it and uh, this great resignation has been very interesting to me and i'm kind of very curious about what is this that is really driving this and what it is i think it is much deeper than simple attrition uh, that we usually see in organizations it is much deeper now many people think that this is an effect of the pandemic uh, i would say that this is not merely an event triggered by uh, pandemic uh, this is much deeper because if we look at Uh, the resignations in the larger context if you look at attritions in the larger context you would see that the way people looked at their career has changed when we were growing up let's say 20 years back 30 years back we thought we will do one course one super specialization get into one big organization make a career out of it but if you look at millennials and uh, gen z uh, they don't believe in that they believe in multiple courses working in an organization and the length of the organization the long service award today is given at at 3 years i know of an organization where the long service award is given at 10 months 
So what has happened? People have more options. The careerists now, the professionals now have more options, more information, and information is power. So when people have more options, when professionals have more options, they, they are just utilizing it. And to me, what is happening is that this is a great career transition. The entire career making, the, the, the philosophy of having a career is getting into a transition. It is transitioning. And add to that, the economy, the world economy earlier was different. There were only mainstream organizations, mainstream businesses, mainstream uh, professions. But right now, there are there is something called gig economy. You do your main work, along with that you do something else and you start earning money from that. So this gig economy, the options which are being, uh, the more and more options that are coming up, I think they are all giving rise to what we call the career transition, career uh, um, options generations. And that's what is leading to uh, what we call great resignation. It is, it is much deeper than just about few attritions. Thanks for that informative answer, sir. So, sir, is there any sectoral trend or every organization in every sector is facing this? Uh, well, traditionally, if you see some sectors had very high resignations, but nobody ever talked of great resignations at that point of time. What I mean to say is certain sectors always had high attrition. Uh, if you remember when BPO uh, and KPOs were starting in our country, let's say 15 years back, attrition was very high. I have seen attrition in, in organizations in the range of 40s and 50s. And there, if the, if, the, if the attrition was cut down to, let's say the 20s, we would have been, we would have been very happy. So traditionally, some organizations, uh, some sectors have experienced um, high levels of attrition. Uh, for example, media. I've seen media. Uh, we, we, we used to say that in media, there are no resignations. There are no attritions. There are coups, you know, coup, military coup, government coup. So in, in media, there are coups. One person resigns and he takes along with him some 40 people to the next organization. So some organizations, some sectors rather, have seen uh, resignations uh, very high, attritions very high. Right now, the one which we are talking about, which is uh, great resignation, I think it is very high currently in the hospitality industry, in the pharma industry, and in the technology industry. Because if you look at the hospitality industry, rather the uh, not so much on the hospitality industry, but the medical and the paramedical industry and the technology industry, the attrition is very high and great resignations uh, is a phenomena there because this is, these are the two industries with which, uh, uh, in which pandemic has triggered a lot of options for people. There are more number of organizations, there are more number of options, there are more number of professionals, and of course, there are there is more supply than there is demand. You see the number of engineering institutes, you see the number of engineers that pass out, you see the number of computer engineers, you see the number of electronic engineers that pass out. The number of passing out of engineers is far more than the number of organizations which absorb them. I mean, this year, one of the biggest names have decided, TCS has decided they don't want to go to campus. 
So there are many things which are adding to it, particularly for answering your questions, the medical sector and the, the health sector and the technology sector is uh, particularly seeing this, this, this great wave of what we call the uh, great resignation. There is also one more reason. You see what is happening is, uh, particularly in the technology sector, people have realized that the shelf life of skills is very low. You learn one language, a software language, it becomes obsolete in some 20 months time. You do not keep yourself updated, you do not grow. So people learn, people want to learn new stuff and to learn new stuff, they change organizations. And that's also the reason why attritions are high to the level of being labeled as great resignations. The other thing is people earlier thought that if I stay still in an organization, I will go grow. But right now, people think if I stay still in an organization, I will not grow. So stability is a virtue, but it is also giving awarenesses of stagnancy. Earlier people would join one organization. I've seen uh, many people join one organization with one degree and retire from that organization at a very senior level. Right now that is not there. People think if I stay in an organization and I do not move from organizations to organizations, I don't grow. So the great resignation that is happening right now is not only something which is triggered by the pandemic. There are many reasons for it. There are economic reasons, which is we are into a gig economy. There are supply and uh, demand uh, issues of uh, technology professionals. There is fear of low self-life of skills. And of course, the, the way career philosophy was looked at, that is getting into a shift. Right, sir. So, sir, according to you, what organizations do to manage this exodus of talent in these challenging times? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. You see, whenever attrition goes beyond a certain percentage in organization, right now, technology sector is seeing percentage of, I think, 23%, which according to them is very high. And I, I perhaps it is believe it is very high. But there are other sectors which have seen much higher uh, attritions at some point of time. But then that time, it, there was no buzz like great resignation. So answering your question, what organization should do? The first thing that organization does, and so wrongly they do it, the moment there is high level of attrition, the comp and ben team, the compensation and benefits team, they sit together and start deciding, okay, now how much money should we give? What should be the raise? This works, but it works like a band-aid. It's not a cure. So the exodus of talent from organization can only be stopped by various other reasons and not only money. People look at organizations where they can learn more than they can earn. That's a reality even in your generation also. I'm sure you would like to join an organization where you would like to, where you will get to learn more than what you get to earn. That's a reality. Secondly, I think organizations also need to realize what kind of atmosphere, what kind of grooming they are providing to the new age talent. I think these are some of the things uh, that they should do. And the connect 
with the organization and the people has to be much beyond, much beyond the contractual relationship that the organization has with people. But this advice will surely help the organizations to retain best talent. So do you think HR professionals and organizations are equipped to handle this procedurally as well as intellectually? Oh, well, you know, my experience of HR professionals uh, is that they're, they're very myopic and very, very, uh, I would say, limited in their thinking and approach as far as uh, attrition is concerned. And by, when I'm saying attrition, I'm talking about attrition at very higher, uh, very serious levels, which we call great resignations. I think the HR professionals must rise beyond their view that if you pay money, people will stick around. That's not working. That's not working. I think HR professionals must also understand that retention of an employee is much beyond policy because retention policies are not going to work. And the most important thing, HR professionals must understand the process of resignation. The process of resignation. What I mean by saying process of resignation is that resignation is a result of a process of a mental process that that person has undergone for several months, maybe two months, three months, four months. And at the end of that process, the action has been taken by that person, by him or her, and that action is resignation. And HR starts working on that action. They are not mindful of the process that the person has gone through. So what HR does, they start watering the leaves, but they don't focus on the roots. What is the root cause of resignation? They don't know. They don't know what mental process was going on. They only become aware of it. They don't even become aware of it. They only get to see that, okay, resignation has happened. But resignation is a result. It is not a process. It's a result of a process. The HR folks are not aware of that process. They're only aware of that result. And they start, after the process has happened, after the action has been taken, they wake up with pots of, you know, with bags of money. That's the reason it doesn't work. I think what they need to do, what HR professionals need to do is, they need to first understand that what is the value of engaging with an employee? Uh, I'm very sorry to say, most HR professionals understand that employee engagement is all about celebrating Holi, Diwali and Christmas and 31st in the organization. That's not employee engagement. Decorating the office and celebrating the office with awards is not employee engagement. With gifts is not employee engagement. Festivals are not employee engagement. Employee engagement is really engaging with the individual employee at the emotion level and trying to find out what is the person going through? What are the constant thoughts and preferences of this person? What is it that this person actually needs? What are the likes and dislikes of this person? Is this organization catering to the emotional needs of this person? Is there a psychic relationship between the organization, between the manager of the person and that person? This is what is truly employee engagement. Now, people do not understand this, modern HR professionals 
they are not to be blamed. No, no management institute teach this. No management institute teach this. I've, I've, I've seen this. So people, the HR professionals, the modern HR professionals do not understand this. When they do not understand this, they do not understand the, they do not understand the, 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 the mental process which the employee goes through. They only get to know the action, which is resignation. And, but when they come to know this action is already done. So I think one of the things that HR professionals need to do is they really need to learn to emotionally involve and engage with each and every employee and need to understand what the constant thoughts and preference and needs of the employees are. Only then they will be, only then that is called true engagement. And then they can map the process which leads to resignation, attrition, separation, willingness to uh, separate from the organization, so on and so forth. And of course, HRs listening this and all the future HRs will get a lot of key takeaways from this. So, sir, coming, so. To the, yes. so. So, sir coming to the end of the podcast, as you have been in this industry for 30 years, what would be your specific recommendation to organizations going forward as the things are changing? My first recommendation is that every organization must take HR as business and they must, they must uh, hire really effective HR professionals. By being effective HR professionals, I'm not talking of HR professionals who are very good at HR processes. They know SAP, they know SAP HCM, they are certified by SHRM. I'm not talking of those kind of professionals. I'm talking of those kind of professionals who really can engage with people, who really understand human processes. So that's the first thing. I think HR organizations must hire uh, HR professionals who are good not only at HR technical processes, but at human processes. That's the first thing that organizations should do. The second thing that organizations should do is that organizations must treat people as the most important resource and must engage with people in the, with the awareness that they are dealing with new generation, with the millennials, with the Gen Z, amidst an economy which is, which is transitioning, amidst constant thoughts and preference of professionals which are transitioning. They should look at career management with the new lens of we existing in the gig economy, with the new lens that three years is a very, very long time. Gone are those days when somebody would spend five years and get a watch in the organization or 10 years and get a, you know, get a shield in the organization. The HR professionals, the business guys also must work hand to hand and managing people this every organization and managers and leaders in every organization must note managing people and people process is not only hr's job managing people is every manager's responsibility whether the person is a, a business manager or human resource manager every leader every manager every executive need to be a people manager first before becoming a business manager that's what I would recommend.
Thank you, sir, for enlightening our listeners and enthusiastic students with your profound knowledge and expertise. We really hope to interact with you in future as well. On this note, I'd like to conclude the milestone episode of our podcast series. Once again, on behalf of IIM Vishakhapatnam, I'd like to thank you for taking out your valuable time. Thank you to all our listeners. Stay tuned and have a great time.